This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Hey, you guys, I hope you guys are doing good this evening. So once again, honey, these big ass YouTubers cannot stay out of trouble. So if you guys do not know, Jake Paul was trending today because a damning article came out by the New York Times about him and how he treated his Team 10, you know, co-workers, friends, employees, whatever the hell you want to call them. And so he's basically being blasted by multiple people. But before we even go there with the whole New York Times article, if you guys do not know, last week he was blasted by a TikToker. Her name is Justine Paradise. And um, I had watched the video last week. I didn't get a chance to talk about it. But she basically talked about how Jake Paul had sexually assaulted her. And basically what she's saying is that, you know, she had hung out with Jake Paul and his friends several times. He'd been really cool, very down to earth. She felt very comfortable with him. And so... When everything finally went down, basically she let him know that she was not interested. She didn't want to do anything. And he kind of almost made her feel bad, like, oh, if you're not going to do anything, well, then what's the point, bro? You know, why would I be in here kissing on you, bro? And so she says the next thing she knew, honey, he done pulled out his damn white snake, bitch, and grabbed her face and shoved her face down into his crotch and made her give him head. This entire situation is messy, but let me go ahead and play you the clip so y'all can hear Justine Paradise talk about it in her own way, honey. Go ahead and check this out. Back downstairs where everyone is. Go back to the studio. Like, he could even tell me to leave if he wanted to. If his sole purpose was to have sex with me and saw that that wasn't going to happen, he could tell me to leave. Yes, it would be like a jerk move, but he could have. But that is not what he did. When he got up, um, he undid his pants and grabbed my face and started um, fucking my face. I would like to say that I have only given oral sex to like two or three people before this. Because that's really special to me. Honestly, more so than like penis vagina sex. Because it's... It's different with penis vagina sex. Mostly that's just like the only sense that's going into that is touch, you know? But when it's going in your mouth, that's touch, that's taste, that's smell, that's like it's all in your face, you know? What am I supposed to do? He was literally, I was still laying down. He was on top of me and like holding my head like into him. Like I I couldn't even tell him not to. He didn't ask for consent or anything like he knew I didn't want to do anything with him because he said if nothing's gonna happen what's the point and then he just shoves himself in me that's not okay on no level at all is that okay it didn't last that long though because he finished he came 
in my mouth and honestly it was less than 30 seconds so it didn't last that long it was like 20 seconds if that he did that i couldn't go anywhere because he was literally grabbing my head and shoving himself in me um at that point i was really confused and like what the heck just happened why did that happen i was i was like what the heck so i just like kind of rolled over on his bed and like what the heck and then he cuddled me for like 0.2 seconds he literally put his arm around me and then got back up and then um walked over to his door and he's like okay let's go back to the stew and i'm just like like stew as in studio for those that don't get it yeah all right let's go back to the stew and i was like okay let me just like fix my hair and makeup first because it was all messed up and i went to his bathroom that's connected to his room i was trying to and he's like no let's go and i'm like why would you sexually assault me and then not even let me like fix my hair and makeup like i don't want to leave your room looking like this i didn't want to be looking like that at all like that's embarrassing to have like my makeup all like going down and like my hair all messed up it's obvious that sexual things happen i don't know so i'm like no i'm going to fix this and then like i just like fixed my hair and makeup as fast as i could he grabbed my phone and at the time i had a phone that was pretty old i'm not one to keep up with updating my phone you know when everyone gets the new phone and stuff and it's this one so it's like pretty small this is the size of phones like now also about the size of what they would have been then um, but this one was my phone and as you can see um, It's tiny so when people were asking me for my number and like putting their number in my phone and stuff They'd be like oh, your phone is tiny like I was really judged on not updating my phone I I don't know maybe they're like oh, she's poor. I don't know Yeah, basically everyone there would make fun of my phone because it's small and old and like an artifact and Jake at this point at this point in his room after I'm trying to like fix my hair and makeup and stuff to get out He picks up my phone. He was like come on. Let's leave get your dinosaur phone and let's go and I was just like wait a second Alright, so you guys just heard Justine Paradise basically breaking that down. And you can go watch her full video. So after this went viral, he basically released a statement talking about this. And he basically low-key threatened her and anybody else. So this is what Jake Paul had to say. He says, sexual assault accusations aren't something that I or anyone should ever take lightly. But to be crystal clear, this claim made against me is 100% false. Not only have I never had any sexual relations with this individual, but this claim is solely a manufactured accusation and a blatant attempt for attention during a highly visible fight week. Make no mistake, I plan on pursuing this defamation of character case to the fullest extent of the law. There are irreparable damages from these types of accusations, and more importantly, false allegations of this nature diminish those who have truly been victims of misconduct. Again, this individual is directly using the attention from her social media posts and videos to promote her adult content website and Amazon shopping list designed for people to buy her gifts. These allegations come conveniently for her almost two years after the alleged incident and the week of my fight, of course. At the time of her story, I was in a relationship. As someone who was a mama's boy growing up, I respect women and mothers more than anything else. I most certainly have never laid a finger on a girl without their consent. I will fight to the end to prove my innocence. This is not the first preposterous allegation made against me in my career, and most likely it won't be the last. As someone who has lived in the spotlight since the age of 16, 
dealing with liars, fake news, fake allegations. Unfortunately, this is a part of the job. I won't back down from it. And years from now, my character as an individual will show and shine through these dark moments. So that is what Jake Paul, I mean, <clears throat> Jake Paul's lawyer, you know, probably put together and wrote for him. But that is what he posted. That was back on April 13th. So, like I said, this caused a lot of controversy. He went on with the fight. He ended up, you know, winning the fight and everything. Um, but it kind of got uncomfortable because Pete Davidson decided to ask him about the sexual assault, you know, allegations during the fight, which was just kind of odd. Um, so that kind of stirred some more drama. Thank you, man. Good. I'm just like calm. Ready to explode yeah. nuclear atom. But I'm good, bro. Yeah, you're I'm on to You remind me of like uh, when Charlie Sheen when he went on his winning tirade. Like <laughs> where everybody was just like, go off, dude, go yeah. off. Yeah, man. Um, what was I going to ask you about? I was like, so how are you feeling like. How are you. <laughs> bro, you can't joke around about that. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> No, I'm like, are you you good? Like, I'm good, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Totally good. What's popping with that? Nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I feel like if I was a boxer, the last thing I'd want is this right before I fought. Yeah. No, you too. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. If I was a boxer, I feel like the last thing I'd want is motherfuckers coming in here asking me questions. Yeah. No, you guys are good. We were going to keep it really light, like mostly like what's your favorite color. Um, yeah. I can tell what it is. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. We'll say it on, we'll say it on, on three. It's his too. I be, yeah. I think it's yellow. Mm -mm. No? No, no, no. Money? No, no, no. No? Blue. Blue? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, man, I have zero beef with you okay. at all. I'm, we're, we're on your side. Totally. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate it. We all well, Why don't you like Jake? Just because he's a douche? Well, I mean, do you have an hour? I mean, like, yeah, let's go. Let's shoot, shoot. I, uh, I mean, he's not a good person. Uh, he's clearly, uh, you know, is not a good influence on any of the youth culture. That's true. Um, he kind of has this whole like following, so he thinks he can kind of do whatever he wants. And, like, didn't he, like, get busted by the feds with, like, AKs and, like, a bunch of machine guns? Like, why isn't he in jail? I think he's it's really violated nice. the law many times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I I have, like, I can get the shit kicked out of me. So, like, when I enter a locker room and I see nine dudes that could bench me plus some, I immediately <laughs> fold and I'm just playing host. But, yeah, uh -huh. I nobody nobody likes him. Everybody's rooting for you on really? this one. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like that. But, then, you know, there's that celebrity culture. And I'm not a real celebrity. I'm just a, kind of like this minor celebrity. You know, he's got a big following. No, so well, like... real celebrities don't like him. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. This is a whole, like, circus of a joke. Mm, okay. Thing. But yeah. that being said, the kid can totally kick my ass. Like, I yeah, don't, I don't want anybody to think Mike can... doesn't make right, you know. I mean, fighting's obviously a part of life, but Mike right. doesn't make right. There's a lot of other things that go to life. You know, so it's like, even if Jake Paul's a decent fighter, he's still a shitbag as a human being. Exactly. I want to see Jake Paul versus Pete Davidson. Oh. <laughs> Yo. Can I, can, can I fight that little piece of shit? Oh, my God. I'll listen, I'll, I'll fuck that guy. He won't do shit. He won't ever be a part of one of those ever again. He fucked his shit up, bro. Bro, I was... I, Maybe so, he'll go to work for Dana White. So I was confused... Um, and I hate, and I hate, this is like the problem with like drama and shit, because it just brings everyone more clout. It brings him more clout. Well, he got, he got clout, bro. He got clout. Exactly. But it's like, just fuck that guy. Do you think he thought he was doing, I don't give a fuck what a, he thought he was job. doing. You get what I'm saying? Like maybe he was fuck. doing the roast. Bro, he said, he, no, the shit he said is like shit you can't take back. 
Oh, okay. I didn't hear what he said. All right. See, I just saw what Jake Paul had to say on his podcast, honey. The damn, you know, the, the boxing has definitely gone to his head. He's gotten very big-headed, very arrogant. You can't tell him nothing. You would have thought he beat up Money Mayweather the way, you know, he's just gotten so arrogant and cocky. But, you know, it is what it is. But I think this article may bring down his cockiness. Maybe. Who knows? Because he is a narcissist. So it may not bring it down at all. But this article is very, very disturbing. And basically, it's called Jake Paul Promised Them Fame. Was it worth the price? A look behind the scenes at life in the Team 10 house. So now, two of the stories that really stand out. So today's sponsor is HelloFresh. And with HelloFresh, you get pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. They also offer 25-plus recipes to choose from every week. Everything from vegetarian to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's literally something for everyone to enjoy with HelloFresh. One thing about them that I really like is the fact that my kids can do it. So when I don't feel like cooking and I want a break, I make the boys do it. And they have these cards. You follow them step one, step two, step three. They're really simple to follow recipes that even, you know, teenagers can do it without burning the house down. So, yes, if you're interested in checking out HelloFresh, make sure to use my code. Go on to HelloFresh.com slash SipSlow12. Again, that's S-I-P-S-L-O-W-12. 12. And when you use that code, you're going to be able to get 12 free meals, including free shipping. This is a wonderful deal, so make sure you guys check them out because, after all, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So what's really disturbing is that basically you had somebody as young as 14 years old who their parents allowed to go move into the Team 10 house. And this was back in, like, 2016, 2017. On top of that, there was also another young girl who came out today via that article, and she said at the time she was 17 and Jake Paul was groping her. So she's making some more, you know, abuse allegations against Jake Paul on top of what Justine Paradise said last week. So this entire situation is really disturbing. I'm going to go ahead and read to you guys the New York Times article here. So they say, in the vast world of YouTube villains, there may be none as famous as Jake Paul. The 24-year-old vlogger has polarized viewers with videos of dangerous pranks and stunts. Though he continues to bring in millions of views, he is a serial entrepreneur linked to several dubious misleading business ventures though that hasn't detoured investors. He has repeatedly offended and alienated his collaborators, though he keeps finding new ones. In 2020, he declared the coronavirus a hoax. It can often seem that he lives to provoke outrage. Now Mr. Paul is facing allegations of sexual misconduct from other influencers. Yet he remains the blueprint for many social media stars today. Without him, it's hard to imagine the current land rush of so-called collab houses, where young content creators film videos, throw parties, and spear drama, or the prolification of prank videos on YouTube, or the bad boy archetype embodied by so many influencers slash entrepreneurs born on TikTok. At the center of these compromises is the Teen 10 House, an influencer collective and talent management agency founded by Mr. Paul in 2016. The vision he and six other creators aged 14 and 19 would live together, leverage their collective followings for views and cash. Everyone would benefit, but no one benefited more than Mr. Paul. 
So then they go on to say, no rent, no parents, no problems. When A.J. Mitchell received a direct message from Jake Paul in early 2016 about an opportunity in Los Angeles, he was intrigued. Aspiring musician in a small Illinois town, A.J. Mitchell had earned more than 80,000 followers on Instagram. Aaron Mitchell, A.J.'s father, said that he was not very impressed with Jake and that he didn't want his son, who was 14 at the time, involved with Team 10. However, after extensive conversations with Mr. Paul's parents, Greg Paul and Pam Stepnick, Mr. Paul's assistant, and Erica Costello, who was in her mid-20s, and Neil Weiser, another member of Team 10, he and his wife, Allison, decided to allow AJ to join the group. The arrangements work like this. Each influencer could live in the house, a rented mansion, in an upscale Beverly Grove neighborhood in Los Angeles for free if they agreed to produce regular content for social media, which Jake Paul would monetize and participate in brand deals. Jake Paul declined to comment on the financial arrangements that he had with the house residents. Jake Paul would also take 10 to 20% of team members' YouTube ad revenue for up to five years, even if they left the group. At that time, it sounded like a good deal. Mr. Paul would help them become stars in their own right. And on May 24, 2016, Mr. Mitchell arrived at the Team 10 house with a single suitcase. For several weeks, he didn't have a bedroom, so he slept on the leather couch in the living room. Mr. Mitchell, who is AJ, sometimes they call him Mr. Mitchell, and I don't know why because he's a teenager. But um, Mr. Mitchell, a.k.a. AJ, was given a room to share with Alyssa Violet, who was 19 at the time and publicly dating Jake Paul. It kind of felt unreal, Mr. Mitchell, who is now 19, said. I've seen these people on social media before. Growing up, I'd see all these funny videos. So when I went there, I was like, whoa, this is real. It's like I was living a dream. AJ's mother would regularly fly in and stay at a nearby hotel. On some occasions, she even spent the night at the Team 10 house, sleeping in the room that her son shared with Miss Violet. For me as a mom, I was very protective of my kids, Miss Mitchell said. She said that when she called the older members of the group to check on her son, they assured her that things were going well. She said that AJ never let her know otherwise. All I know is that they were doing a bunch of silly, stupid videos, being kids, and sometimes being reckless, but doing silly videos. Then they go to talk about the pranks that he did. And they're saying that many people were affected by Jake Paul's pranks. In 2017, a man sued Jake Paul for hearing loss after the influencer blared a car horn at him. And the case was later dismissed. When it comes down to someone having to do something to get attention every single day, you do crazy stuff, AJ said. If you go back and look at those videos, you see a lot of crazy stuff and you'll see why kids were drawn to it. Because it was a house full of kids doing whatever they wanted to do every day, it was a new crazy thing, but people wanted to watch it. In his downtime, AJ would write songs in his notebook and play them on the keyboard. One day he came home to discover that his keyboard was broken. Mr. Paul told him it had been thrown in the pool for a video. The next chapter is he was the boss. Followers were the primary currency in the Teen 10 house. If you got tagged in one of Jake's YouTube videos, you would get about 50,000 followers. Jake would use that to manipulate everyone. If anyone didn't do what Jake wanted, he would tell everyone in the house to not tag them. Jake had a monopoly and he decided who got famous. But there was money coming in too and members of the group had questions about where it was going. When Team 10 formed, Mr. Paul set up a controlled business email account for each member to solicit opportunities. Mr. Mitchell said he was not aware of the opportunities that he was being pitched for or what was coming in. 
in the 14 months that he spent as part of that group, he said he was paid directly for two brand deals but never received payment from Team 10. AJ relied on small amounts of money that he received from his parents to cover expenses like meals out with the group. Jake Paul had convinced AJ's parents that their son would be taken care of, but no meals or structure were provided for him or the other teenagers at the residence. Most of them had never been expected to shop or cook for themselves and didn't have the means to do so. People see these mansions and they see people living like royalty, but no one knows I was sleeping on the floor or that I didn't have food, said AJ. Vina Duvall, a professor of law at the University of California, says, we have these laws in place that have been around for centuries to protect child performers. They have not extended to safeguard the health and welfare and safety of children influencers. Because these young creators make money through a variety of revenue streams, they are not employed by a single entity and they can be vulnerable to exportation. If there's not some entity taking responsibility as an employer, we're going to continue to see this kind of exploitative, unsafe practice. The allure of living independently and building a following had worn off. At first, I was like, there's no parents. Here we get to be free. We get to do what we want. I felt like I was free in a way. But having Jake be the adult was weird because we all had to listen to him. He was our boss. During the parties, marijuana and alcohol were available to the Team 10 house. AJ said he once drank so much that he blacked out. The group often attended parties where guests were in their 20s and 30s would be mingling with teenagers. AJ said he began a sexual relationship with a woman nearly a decade older than him, whom he had met at an influencer party. He understands now that that relationship could not have been consensual given his age. He was only 15 at the time. I was a baby and I had a baby face, he said. I feel like it's just weird now. By late 2016, AJ had left the Teen 10 house. Though he remained part of the group for several more months afterwards, his mother, who was staying at a hotel nearby, found out about a party at the house and drove over to pick up her son. It wasn't until recently that AJ told his parents the full extent of what took place in the house. Miss Mitchell says she was horrified and angry. I'll tell you right now, had I known anything about any relationship with a girl 10 years older than him, I would have had the law involved, she said. Several months after AJ's departure, the rest of Team 10 was forced to move. Neighbors said that Jake Paul was creating a living hell for them and turned their sleepy neighborhood into a war zone. Even and Amelia Martinez, two YouTubers from Spain who had lived in the Team 10 house, spoke about their decision to leave in a YouTube video. They said that Jake bullied them, terrorized them with pranks, and made racist comments mocking their background and language skills. Spanish is their first language. In a 2018 interview, Alyssa Violet described what it was like to date and work with Jake Paul. He's not a physical abuser, but mentally and emotionally 100%. Every day, 2,000 times a day. I can't even remember a conversation where it was me walking away feeling good about myself. If we filmed a video, he had to push me into a bush. Normally, you'd nudge somebody or pretend to push someone. He would actually shove me. So now they go on to talk about the other girl who came out with the allegations against Jake Paul. They spoke about um, Justine Paradise. But the other young girl, her name is Rayleigh Lolly. She's a 21-year-old model and actress, and she began working with Jake Paul when she was 17. She said that he would often call her jailbait and commented on her appearance. She said that one evening late in 2017 after filming a video, Jake Paul groped her. She forcibly told him to stop and he ran out the room. Rayleigh quit shortly after that incident. 
I was with Jake for months, and I saw the kind of person he was behind the scenes and what kind of person he put out there to the rest of the world, she said. So then they basically go on to just finish talking about, like, his business ventures and him getting into boxing and things like that. So I just find this article just really disturbing, and it just shows you that everything, like I always say, that glitters is not gold. And it's really sad that we've gotten to a point in society where, you know, we take social media influence and fame. Um, We throw all common sense out the window. So now this is where I keep it real. Now, why are these people now coming out when all this went down in 2016 and 2017? Are they coming out now because, you know, they're not as famous as they thought they would be? You know, times is hard. You know, the job market is kind of slowing down a little bit. And people are being very particular about where they put their energy. A lot of people are not watching those crazy videos of Jake Paul, hence why he's gotten into boxing and he's bringing in other streams of revenue. But a lot of these folks have been kind of pigeonholed because of that and haven't been able to move forward. Now, while it's easy to just blame Jake Paul for his antics and his harebrained schemes, I also have to hold the parents accountable as well. Because to me, this entire situation does not make any sense. As a parent, it is your job to protect your children. Point blank, period. Jake Paul, Martin Lawrence, P. Diddy, I don't give a damn who it is, okay? Couldn't nobody just call me randomly and say that I want to basically... Have your 14-year-old child come live with me across the country. These parents didn't know Jake Paul from jump. The father even said he had a, you know, a good feeling that something wasn't right there. But they because they were so enamored with social media and people are so enamored with living vicariously through their children, they threw all common sense out the window. If he wasn't Jake Paul, a dude that was popular on YouTube, would you allow your 14-year-old child to go with him? You know damn well the answer is no. So I don't understand when it comes to a celebrity or somebody with influence, people throw it all out the window. I said the same thing about the whole Michael Jackson situation. Do I believe that Michael Jackson touched those boys? No. But again, as a parent, I don't give a damn if you're Michael Jackson. Jackson or your Martin Luther King. You're not about to take my child with you to go stay in your home in your bedroom. It just doesn't make sense. You know, don't put yourself in positions to where people can come back later on with allegations like this. Now, another thing that bothered me is I feel like the parents ignored a lot of red signs. One, if I'm going to a mansion, right? And there's all these teenagers living in a mansion, but my son doesn't have a bedroom and he's sleeping on the couch. And granted, the boy was keeping a lot of stuff to himself, but as a parent, would you not be coming there and saying, well, where's my son's bedroom? Where's my son's bed? Where's he going to sleep? I mean, did they just drop him off at the front door, like on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, chuck the deuces and, you know, drive back to the airport? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, did y'all even walk around the mansion to see this child's living environment? Because he said the first few months he slept on the couch and then he ended up rooming with Jake Paul's girlfriend. Why is Jake Paul's 19-year-old girlfriend living in a room with a 14-year-old? Should she not have been should she not have been in the room with Jake Paul? After all, that was her man. Why are you not sleeping and sharing a room with your man? Why are you sharing a room with this little boy? That doesn't sit well with me at all. I'm not saying that Alyssa Violet did anything to him, but I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. And then the mom came into town. Sometimes she stayed at the hotel, which once again doesn't make sense. If I'm coming to see my child, I'm not staying at a hotel. I'm staying with y'all in y'all's big-ass mansion, eating in that big-ass kitchen. You know what I'm saying? I- I'm doing that. I'm not staying in a hotel when y'all got a whole mansion. So the few times that she stayed there, 
it was clearly obvious he was staying in the room with somebody else because a lot of those rooms in that particular mansion, they had bunk beds. So he wasn't staying in the room by himself. You know, I just find like the parents just really dropped the ball in this situation. Another thing that bothered me is the young boy said he was starved. You know, a lot of times he didn't have food to eat or if they all went out to restaurants, Jake Paul wouldn't pay for them. Now, what I don't understand is Jake Paul is pimping all these people. He's making millions of dollars off of this content via YouTube advertising, right? And sponsorship deals and everything else. The whole Team 10 was a crew. So it wasn't just Jake Paul. It was all these people involved in making him, you know, in making him a millionaire and getting him to where he's at today. So again, like they were saying in the article, where's the money going? How's this kid starving, but you're making millions of dollars a year? That doesn't make any sense to me. And my thing is, he said that when they would go out to eat, he wouldn't have any money that he'd had to call his parents for money for food. That should have been another damn red flag. You promised to take care of my child a year ago. I don't flew my child out there. Bad enough he's been sleeping on the couch the first few months. Now he's calling me for food money and allowance money? No, you shouldn't be asking me for no damn allowance when you're in fucking YouTube videos that are getting millions of hits a day. Literally, when this dude drops a YouTube video back then, he would easily get 10 million views within a week. So there was no reason that if their child is involved in making these videos and he's partaking in this, that there's no money for him for food that he's having to call home. So that right there should have been a red flag. Like, why is my child calling home for food money when you told me verbatim that you're going to take care of my child, you're going to feed my child, you're going to make sure my child is good? If my child is not eating, that means my child is not good. You know what I'm saying? And that just doesn't make any sense to me. So, again, the parents ignored this. Then the young boys talking about they were going to parties and there were lots of drugs and alcohol and he got drunk so bad that he blacked out. I wouldn't be surprised if he was also doing drugs and popping pills and everything else because you got to be super hyper in that damn house. Now, the whole thing with the woman that's 10 years older than him, that was very disturbing. And that's why I said a lot of these social media influencers, it's like they still have the mentality of high school children. There's no reason that a 14-year-old should be partying with people in their late 20s to 30s. There's no reason why all these grown folks are trying to attach themselves to social media influencers. I've always found that creepy. You got all these damn celebrities who have been in the game for years collaborating with damn teenagers, looking for attention, trying to blow up on TikTok via children. It's just weird to me. As a grown adult, you should be able to stand on your own shit. Even if you don't have the following yet, you know, because people are not checking to follow legitimate celebrities on social media like that. So even if you don't have the following, why not build it yourself? Why have to feed off of a 16-year-old and you're damn near 45? Like, this shit is just weird to me. So the fact that all these grown folks are partying with these children, it says a lot. He ends up getting a girlfriend. The girlfriend's about 24 years old. Now, I don't know if she knew for a fact that he was 14, but she knew he was young and he looked young. So the fact that they condoned this, they were not keeping this boy safe. And the mom is saying, well, if I knew that my son was messing with a girl 10 years older than him, I would have pressed charges back then. Bitch, ain't no statute of limitations. You better find out who the chick is and go press charges now. Y'all over here spilling all this damn tea. We want to see receipts and police reports. You can go file charges now. Look how many people coming out the woodwork years later. Such and such touched me. Such and such molested me. Such and such raped me. 
So you can always go file charges. It just sounds like you either don't have no proof or you guys don't want to be bothered. You know, but again, I'm not surprised if they don't want to be bothered because they allowed their 14-year-old child to go move to a home in L.A. that they had never even been to before. Another thing. This was in 2016, okay? So this was before COVID. This was before in-school learning and, you know, staying at home and all that BS. When did this child go to school? Did he go to school? He was obviously not provided any type of structure because he's running around and he's having to be making, and he's forced to be making videos all day. Being in videos, you know, being in pranks, getting pranks pulled on him. When did he go to school? Did he end up graduating the eighth grade? Because at 14, you're like in the, what, eighth grade. Did he graduate that year? You know, it just doesn't make sense. When did he have time for school? Was he homeschooled? Did he learn anything at homeschooling? Who homeschooled him? Was it a professional tutor or was it Jake Paul and Logan Paul when they felt like teaching the math? You know, so it, it just, the whole story to me is sad because this child was not only exploited by Jake Paul, but also his parents. His parents were trying to live vicariously through him. And I get it, parents. I get like we all want our kids to be possibly famous and, you know, take care of us and, and you know, um, pay the bills and be rich because we see people like Charlie D'Amelio. We see her, you know, rich and making $4 million a year off of TikTok. And we see Addison Ray and all these young kids. So I get it. You know, there's definitely money to be made on the Internet, especially with these social media apps. But you also need to be smart. This is no different. I think people have gotten comfortable because of social media. I look at all this shit as being tied back to Hollywood, okay? Everybody on social media don't mean these children good. And just because they have a huge following does not mean that you know them. And that is a problem. It's no different than people who send their kids off to go stay with celebrities and, and you know, have celebrities raise their children. And then you find out years later, Usher, when the mama sent Usher at 13 to go live with Diddy, then we find out Usher was fucking all these grown women and was, you know, involved in all types of crazy stuff as a teenager. Just like with Bow Wow. They sent him to go hang with Snoop Dogg in Death Row. Why would you send your seven-year-old child to go hang with Snoop Dogg? And at that time, he was gangbanging and wilding out. Death Row had no place for a child, so they ended up giving him the JD. You know, parents have been doing this for years, and it just never made sense to me. Because you don't really know these people. You don't know if they have good intentions for your children, if they're going to molest your children, if they're going to chew them up and spit them out. You know, so it's it's really sad. And it seems like Jake Paul took a page out of the industry playbook. He got all these people in this house, had them sign NDAs and shoddy contracts, and he was literally making money hand over fist. And these folks really had nothing to show for it. The little boy said in the whole 14 months he was there, he got two brand deals. He wasn't paid weekly. He wasn't paid monthly. And I just, I don't understand that because this is somebody who's making millions where he can afford to pay his staff. You got us regular folks on YouTube. We're not on Jake Paul's level. I have a whole bunch of people that I pay when they do different things, be it blogging, editing, you know, just different stuff that I have people do. Everyone gets paid. So I don't understand how he can have people living with him, making content for him, and he's taking their money. He's taking 20% of it, but he's not even paying them a base pay. You know, and I think what's going to happen with all of this stuff, the conversation that people are not ready to have, there's going to be a lot of changes coming to the Internet and how these influencers work and how YouTube works because they've been trying to make YouTube turn into television now for years. Because with television, there's certain rules, television and movies, there's certain rules, there's FCC, there's guidelines, there's all types of stuff, but especially when it comes to minor children, because too many cases like this are happening. Remember, 
a year ago. Tifu, one of the biggest gamers in the world, was in a horrible contract with the FaZe Clan, with FaZe Bank. Remember, they ended up going to court. He had filed two lawsuits against the FaZe Clan because he was a minor when he signed these contracts. And when they really read through the contracts, they were horrible. The FaZe Clan was literally getting 80% of his revenue. And this is one of the biggest Fortnite players in the country. So he was making millions of dollars and the FaZe Clan was getting 80% of that. It was a big mess where it ended up basically spotlighting labor and employment law issues with social media, with esports, with the gaming industry. And I think this might be coming to YouTube as well because of the things that people are alleging that Jake Paul has done to them. So I don't blame a child for signing a contract. I blame the parents for not being parents and allowing themselves as adults to be enamored by personalities because that's all it is. The YouTube personalities. And at the end of the day, it is your job as a parent to do your due diligence and make sure that your kids are good. So it's just really bothersome what's going on. I believe they may have to start setting rules in place where if you're going to shoot with your kids, you know, you may have to do in a studio where they can log the time, you know, log how long you're there. Because when you think about a lot of these kid vloggers and these young teenagers, especially these small children, let's take Alex Toy Review, for example. We don't know what happens behind the scenes. We don't know how long that little boy's sitting there recording these videos, how many takes they got to do. He might be sitting there from damn breakfast to dinner because the parents know as soon as he drops a video, that video is going to get millions of views. That's how they pay their bills. That's how they eat. That boy is worth millions of dollars. But we don't understand the filming process. And I think as more stories like this come out, they may change it to where they're not going to have people under a certain age even making YouTube videos. And that would really affect a lot of these family vloggers because a lot of folks out here, even on YouTube, they have babies just to, you know, have vlog channels. You know, as soon as their their following is dwindling off and nobody gives a fuck about them. Oh, my God, we're pregnant. (laughs) You know, so it's insane. It's insane that so much exportation goes on on this site. And it's really sad. You know, so Jake Paul has not responded to this yet. He hasn't said anything. It's going to be interesting to see if he does address this. But the fact that the other young girls coming out and saying that she was groped by him is very disturbing as well. But I think these parents also need to take personal responsibility that they allowed their child to go out there and that they did not protect their minor child. And there were several red flags and they chose to ignore it. Because they were chasing fame just like their child was chasing fame. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's podcast. I'm going to put half of this on YouTube. You know how I do. You guys can leave a comment over there. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to Tea Time Unfiltered. Talk to y'all later. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.